You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Gossip Girl. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Gossip Girl news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now... Picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues. It's After Buzz TV for Gossip Girl. Hello, Gossip Girl fans. Hello. <laughs> uh, I am here. With, uh, I am Roxy Dreyer here with Jessica King. Hello. Hi. I'm so excited to be back. It's been a while. I feel like it's a. Uh, Feels good to be back here. If you're wondering why you can't see us right now, it's because we're in Studio B. We got the bump for the night. It's okay, though. We should be back with uh, our beautiful selves next week. But for now, you're going to have to listen to my annoying, raspy voice. <laughs> Hopefully, Jessica will do most of the talking. Then. We'll be back on track soon enough. Okay, what are we thinking so far post-January uh, and December hiatus? Uh, how is the season going? How is this episode? Oh my gosh, like this episode, okay, at first it started a little bit slow, but I can't tell you how many times I was gasping, like, oh my gosh, I was just like in awe and shock for at least 60% of this episode. I gotta say I was a little confused at how it started. I kind of thought that it was going to start right where it picked up, start off right where it left off. Well, because we were left with such a cliffhanger. Exactly. Which was Chuck and Blair in the hospital, not mm-hmm. knowing who survived, whether the baby survived. Uh, Chuck seemed to be really injured. So, yeah, I, yeah. I kind of thought the same thing, that it would pick up where it left off. Yeah, and so um, I was kind of confused at first, and I didn't really know where they were going with it. And I at first I was wondering if they were doing some sort of flashback. I was like, wait, are Blair and Chuck, you know – in a coma and are they reminiscing are they you know I had no idea what was going on but eventually I caught on and it started to make more sense and they they were slowly but surely they would reference the accident and you know at one point they would say she lost the baby and whatnot and so it started to make more sense as I I was reading an article uh from the executive producer Josh Safran and I noticed that he was talking about why they did it that way. How come they had the Blair flashback at the beginning? Um, and they were he was saying because they needed to find a way to not show Blair on camera in so much pain, um, it, not in so much pain the entire time because it was too hard. It would yeah. be too hard for the audience to, to chronologically see her lose the kid the entire situation so he needed to try to do it through flashbacks to show uh that time had gone forward and not just keep them in the past that's a really really interesting way to think of it i never thought of that and it makes a lot of sense but i still think it was weird to start off with louie and chuck you know i agree i think they they could have done it less confusing, but it worked. It did. Once you it did. got it, it worked. But we can talk more about the Blair storylines in a little bit. Um, let's just quickly start with 
Nate and his entire situation with the mysterious texts and what's going on over there at the spectator. So uh, Nate is getting texts saying, are you sure about the accident? Uh, do you know what happened from an anonymous person? Mm-hmm. I really, maybe this is just because I wasn't thinking this way at all, but I didn't know it was going to be Gossip Girl. I had no idea. I had no idea. idea. And then when it was, I was like, of course it's Gossip yeah. Girl. What is wrong with me? But I was sitting there, who the hell is this Charlie? Is it, Who's sending in these wacky texts? Well, not wacky because we knew something was up. Mm-hmm. But what do we think about the situation with who was trying to get Nate clearly in a car accident and somehow the cars got switched? What's going on here? Um, I totally agree with you. It didn't occur to me that it was Gossip Girl, which is weird that it didn't occur to me because Gossip Girl is such a strong presence in the show, obviously. And I think all the talk of of Gossip Girl, you know, being gone and and Serena taking over and whatnot. Um, And it's funny because the Nate storyline wasn't that important to me to begin with because there was so much else going on in the episode. And it wasn't until I realized that it was Gossip Girl at the end that all of a sudden it became like a huge factor in my head. Yeah. You know, like obviously that person was kind of threatening Nate from the beginning. Like you better check your facts. You better do your research. How do you know the paparazzi? It was the paparazzi's fault. And that should have been a clue from the beginning, but I wasn't really paying attention to it because I just thought like, oh, it's some random. I'm sure this storyline is going to go to waste. It just shows that Gossip Girl knows all, even though Gossip Girl's not even getting tips anymore. Yeah. What the hell? Gossip Girl is a freaking agent. She's like the all-knowing, omnipresent. (laughs) I don't remember if I mentioned this or if I was just thinking about it in my head, but do you know that app on the iPhone where you can literally be tracked at all times? There's this new app where you can just show where you are at all times, and anybody who wants to follow you can see your exact location. Why would anyone want to do that? I thought that was every app on the iPhone. No, no, it's crazy. It's this, uh, literally, it's a map, and you can see to the centimeter where somebody is standing. Oh my god! In a building, and I was thinking, this is crazy. This is what Gossip Girl has been showing for years. Yeah. She literally, there's a little bobblehead of Chuck wandering around <laughs> New York City, and you can see where he's going. Spotted. She's a crazy person, but I guess Gossip Girl is the wave of the future. Exactly. Scary. Can you imagine anybody being able to track you down at any time? I can't imagine why anyone would download that app. It's beyond me. Why? Why would you want people to track you down? I have a friend, and her and her boyfriend both have it, and they obsessively stalk each other, where they are. If one of them says they're at the grocery store, and the other person's like, "No, you're not. You're in the car. I saw you got in there five minutes ago." It's that's a great trusting relationship. Of course, (laughs) but it's absurd. It's It's a ridiculous thing, and I was just thinking about this when. When Gossip Girl knows all this, how does she know? Yeah. Was she part of setting up Nate? Did she, is this manipulative and she did something mean? I don't think so. She knew everyone was kind of trying to take her down already, maybe. And she kind of prepared herself for it. I I guess. But what about the whole situation with uh, Louis' sister and the priest and, uh, and Nate's grandfather and Nate's... Uh, cousin and there's so many different players that I can't even tell what the hell who's setting him up and 
And also, um, uh, what was the name of the person that Nate was hooking up with, who was older? Oh, um, Elizabeth Hurley's Elizabeth character. Hurley. What was what was her name? Was it Diana? Diana. There we go. Diana. I mean, I can't even tell where. Do we have any knowledge? Am I missing something? Are we left in the dark right now? Are we going to get to know anything? What's going on? It's all... Gossip Girl's always scheming. She's always up to something. And she knows everything. She moves in mysterious ways. Exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> I feel like she's like God or something. This is... Like, I know. It's scary. And um, it's just, you know, we're always left in the dark until the very last minute. That's what I'm saying. Like, last night, I could not have been in more shock. I have I can't remember the last time. You know, I know the last few Gossip Girl episodes leading up to the hiatus were pretty intense. And... Both of us watching them together were right. just like, oh my gosh. Freaking but, out. Yeah. But last night I was just like, like to come off of what, like a month long hiatus and come off that strong was just like, I was freaking out at home. I was like, wow. Like I was on my computer because I, I think I told you before, I always am multitasking and I'm always trying to watch TV and do whatever at the same time and I had to shut down my computer. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I have to watch this. Crazy. So I'm just... I'm, I can't even, I don't even know what to say. Do we, do we miss the Gossip Girl blasts? Um, no, I don't miss them yet because there's still plenty to keep me entertained. Right. There's so much going on. And, um, you know, I feel like this whole Serena trying to take over Gossip Girl thing is just going to bite her in the ass and it's just going to backfire. And I'm just waiting for that to happen. Yeah, but Gossip Girl always talks about how she's honest and has been so good to these people, but she really hasn't. I mean, she's practically destroyed each one of their lives, so I don't blame Serena for wanting to take her down, Mm -hmm. but come on. Nobody's a match for Gossip Girl. What is Gossip Girl without Gossip Girl? Exactly, and I don't think Serena could take someone, can be on a mission to take someone down that she has in some form or another at some point in time of her life supported and has fed these rumors to and these, you know, blasts and whatnot. So everyone is a part of Gossip Girl. They made Gossip Girl who she is, so it's their fault to begin with, you know? It's like, did you ever know College ACB? There are a million different sites, but there was a site uh, for my first few years of college called College ACB, and every person could go on and post to it, um, Jane, Joni, Jew, just whatever, whoever, is a big slut, and anybody could comment on it, and it was just like Gossip Girl, where people could comment on whatever and post on whoever they wanted or say whatever. And people, everybody would complain about the site, yet everybody was still posting to it. Yeah. And I I was sitting there like, this is awful because I hate this website, but I sit, I never sent anything in, but I sit here and I read it. Yeah. And we are part of the problem. And that's whenever I watch Gossip Girl and they all complain about it, they all read Gossip Girl. They all still get the blast to their phone. They all are uh, sending in tips and yep. making up rumors and whatever it is, yet they hate when Gossip Girl calls them out. It's just like that one website, thedirty.com, which is in same. every city now. And same thing, like, I've never posted, like... Hey, what's sent- thedirty.com? It's basically, like, um, you know, people send in pictures of, like, 
slutty girls, like girls doing stupid things at clubs, whether they're like too big to be wearing that dress or, you know, they're like quote unquote hideous or something like that, you know, yeah. it's basically you send in a picture and then it's a blog. It just like talks a bunch of smack about this person and everyone gets a kick out of it and you send it around. It's in every city. It's in San Francisco, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, all the major cities, New York, whatever. And I've never posted to it, but you better believe if I see like one of my friends on it, like everyone, there's going to be an email circulating around and everyone's going to see it and comment on it and whatnot. And the site now is like huge, like that the creator of the site has made millions of dollars and off of it. Every you know? time you comment on that, on the thing, it becomes the most recent uh, it goes to the top of the page. Yeah. So it's like comment on it, even if you're like, that's my friend, she's not ugly, she's not a whore. Well, now you're just making more people see the link yeah. because it goes to the top of the page, the top of exactly. the page. Exactly. And I know girls that have like gotten in fight with other girls and then sent stuff in on purpose to make them like look stupid or look bad or whatnot, and it's just... It's not good. A, re- a recipe for disaster. We like to watch it on TV, but when it's our real lives... No that's why I'm feeling bad for these girls. My yeah. girls, Serena and Blair. I feel ya. I know. Okay, so somebody who's not our girl and who kind of seems out of the picture, Charlie Rhodes, except not out of the picture, the real Charlie Rhodes. Yes. So Lily just can't get over the fact that Charlie's gone. Let's talk about actually uh, the Rufus factor. So Charlie left after confessing to Rufus that she wasn't the real Charlie Rhodes. So now we can just call her Ivy. We'll, we'll call the old Charlie Rhodes Ivy and the new Charlie Rhodes Charlie Rhodes. So Ivy confesses to Rufus that she's not Charlie Rhodes, and then she leaves, apparently. We don't see the aftermath. We just see a few months later. Uh, and apparently Rufus never told Lily. Ivy got out of town, and... That's kind of where we're left. So Lily puts out a search for Ivy, no, no, for Charlie Rhodes, and doesn't find Ivy, but finds Charlie Rhodes. I guess it could be a common name. Apparently, Gossip Girl is blasting me right now. I I guess it could be a common name, but I think that Lily is a little smarter than that. For there to be two Charlie Rhodes of the same exact. I've never met somebody with the last name Rhodes. I don't think is that common. I don't think so. So it doesn't seem likely, but okay. I guess I can believe that for a little. Uh, but to after knowing that Ivy, there were rumors about Ivy lying about who she was, for Lily to not even think about it seemed a little mm, unbelievable. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And for Rufus to know, and, you know, I know he kind of tried to convince Lily out of hiring a search, someone to search for her in the first place. But he wasn't that convincing. Well, I think he knew if he was that convincing, it would just make her want to do it more because that's Lily. Yeah. I don't know. I've been waiting for this moment for so long. As I've been telling you guys all season, I cannot wait for Charlie to get found out. I cannot wait because they've been putting her up on a pedestal all this time and I just want shit to go down and for them to find out who she really is and what a horrible person she is. I agree, but at the same time, I wanted there to be a big blow up all at once. Everybody found out. Crap at the fan. That's not what's happening. Slowly people are finding out. You know, 
So I don't know. It'd be like a little domino effect. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to work out. Hopefully I'm going to like the way it plays out. And it doesn't just kind of, you know, when somebody does something so long ago that it it doesn't even matter anymore. Mm -hmm. I really don't want that to happen. It should be a big blow up. Even if it's just Lily being the last to find out and being pissed at everybody else for knowing or whatever it is. But it will probably be the same effect. It will have the same effect on Charlie as it has on Ivy. And that's exactly why um, Lily's sister wanted to keep her out of the fa- away from the family in the first place. Because when she finds out, when she gets introduced to the family and introduced into that lifestyle and she finds out what she's missing, she's not going to want to leave. What was our opinion on our brief meeting with Charlie? We have a little Sweet news little and gossip about her later, innocent. by the way. Fine. Yeah. She cute? Yeah. I'm sure, like, what, if she starts coming into the show a lot more, she's going to spruce it up Well, I'll tell a you. A lot more. She has a love story coming up. We can talk mm. about it later, uh, who it's involved with. But, yeah, she does. And I think it will be an exciting twist. Wow. you got to stay tuned for news and gossip. Um, but, you know, I always like to rush through to get to Blair and Chuck because I have problems. We have to give a fair amount of time for each character. That's not true. It's <laughs> not the truth. Life isn't fair, okay? So I guess we can talk about Blair and, and everybody. She really seems to be the central fo- focus, oh, excuse me, of Gossip Girl for the past year, mm-hmm. I would say. It's Blair. It's mostly about Blair and of course there are other stories with Serena and her now fake dating Dan and trying to get back in the drama or Nate storylines but it really is Blair at the center of it uh because they they like to try to call it the love triangle that's going on but really it's a love square I mean you've got Louis you've got Chuck you've got Dan you've got Blair that's a love square mm-hmm. uh really it's more like a love Blair in the middle and then three things jetting out yeah but uh, anyway so <laughs> that but, didn't come out right uh, yeah I, 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 I wish i was on video right now so you guys could have shown it as opposed to explaining it hopefully you know what i mean like a tree yeah and branches yeah okay the roots I mean, of the tree coming right out. so <laughs> let's talk about uh dan and blair and them being suspicious and us not knowing what the hell is going on so what were we thinking before we found out what blair was really going through we see she's lost the kid. We see from the top she's lost the child. We don't know why she doesn't want to be with Chuck anymore, but she, we know that she says she can't, that she still loves him, but that she can't. And we know that she's confided in Dan something and that she's spending a lot of time with him going to secret places where she has the key and yada da yada da. So what did we think was going on? I had no idea what was going on, but I know I didn't buy the the whole affair thing. Right. Because, I mean, we obviously know that Blair's in love with Chuck. And while I do know, we know that Dan is in love with Blair, I don't think that Blair's at that stage that she's ready to, you know, truly give up that love for Chuck. So I think she's conflicted, obviously, because she doesn't want to marry Louie. And she made it very clear that there was something there that was forcing her to. So it was just a matter of trying to figure out what the hell was going on. But I didn't for a second believe that there was an affair going on between the two of them. I I agree. And you know what, though? I feel bad for Dan. Because here Blair is engaged to the prince, so at least he has some hope. In love with Chuck, so he has some hope. 
has never really showed interest Poor in Dan. Poor Dan is just being strung along. And she it's it's she uses him like her gay best friend. Mm-hmm. But he's not. Because he's totally head over heels in love with her. I know. And then when she doesn't need him, she's so mean to him. When she doesn't need his help or his comfort or whatnot. And, and you know, know who's not aware of the situation? And I think this is going to be a big component. Uh, Serena. Yeah. Yeah. Serena's really quite clueless. So oblivious. So oblivious. Because she's sitting there thinking, oh, Dan's always left me. He could never love anybody else. This will be yeah. fine. It never even crossed her mind that she could possibly. It's like the entire time, no matter how many facts, Louis and... Uh, Chuck were showing Serena. She was like, what? Serena? Blair's not with Dan. Yeah. You guys have got the evidence wrong. When usually Serena would be so quick to accuse Blair of whatever. Of anything. So I think that's going to be a big factor in weeks to come. But and I think, yeah, I think it's going to come out that Serena is still in love with Dan. And yeah. I think that she's always still been in love with Dan, but she's never been willing to admit it. Well, she's admitted it before. Um where she said to him, like, I love you, I will always love you, but never, I want to be with you, let's mm-hmm. do this for real. Yeah. Uh, and it, again, I've said this a million times before, it's weird, they're siblings. Kind of. No, no. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I think it's weird. But they were hooking up before, well, I guess, no, that's not true. But still, it is weird, but it's still... If it was real life... You wouldn't think it was weird? It is weird. It totally is weird. But it's not real life, and it's sweet. So you like them? You, you would like them together, potentially? I love them together only because of the fact that we know them together before we knew... We knew them together before we knew Lily and Rufus together. So right. I fell in love with them together before, you know, I fell in love with Lily and Rufus together. I hate that I potentially like Dan and Blair together because I so am in love with Blair and Chuck but as a couple I like Dan and Blair better than Serena and Dan I love Dan and Serena together I love that Dan was the one guy that could turn Serena around that could make her a different person and whenever she's not with Dan she goes back to that reckless girl that that everyone knows and expects her to be and it's only when she's with Dan that she that she is caring and compassionate and just a normal person. I just can't get past the step-siblings part. It's weird, but they do it all the time in, like, the Midwest. <laughs> does that make it better? Is that you justifying they it? They do it on Teen Mom. <laughs> okay, and the references are getting better and better. And on that note... So, okay, what about the the most gut-wrenching part of the entire episode, which we later find out is why Blair can't be with Chuck. Why she thinks she has to marry Louis. She made a promise to God that if if Chuck would wake up from the accident, if he would be okay, she would never be with him again. What do we think in general about making not in this specific situation, but in general about making promises to somebody you believe in, to God, or whatever you believe in, uh, in times of desperation, and holding true to them. I think it's perfectly normal because, like you said, in times of desperation, she was probably at that point willing to say anything because she so badly wants, she loves him so much and so badly wanted him to wake up. But 
she probably feels like incredibly guilty. Like if, you know, if you believe in God and you strongly believe that, you know, if you break that promise that anything could happen to him, then that's probably a scary thought that, Very scary. you know, especially if, when you're going to this priest and asking him and he says, well, that's between you that's and God. That's your choice. Yeah, exactly. And, um, I, I totally relate to Blair because I feel like my personality, I'm the kind of person that's always looking for signs too. And if I, if something like that were to happen to me, if I were like, I promise I'll never do this again. And then exactly what I asked for just happened in my heart. I would have to be like, I'm sorry. I can't. And it was a sign. Then yeah. when you're thinking about going back on it, you look out the window and you see, and see him almost, almost get hit by a car. It, yeah, exactly. I thought that was really beautifully done. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought that was great direction. And, uh, I, I, this episode was really well directed. It was. but uh, and, and completely different than any other Gossip Girl episode we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blair, we've never seen Blair look like crap like that, first of all. Uh, that was incredible. Leighton Easter's incredible, I believe. And I have to, I must comment on Blair's acting in this episode. That's like, it was so heartfelt. Well, and Leighton I could. Leighton spot on. Yeah, I could, I truly felt like I could just see the conflict in her eyes and in her heart. Just like, even when she wasn't even talking, just like her body language and, and just her presence, you know, like she felt like she was so, she was so in her character. She's torn so, apart. Yeah. And Chuck is just baffled because prior to this, they were like, let's do this. We're yeah. in it for the long haul. Uh, now, that being said, why do we think Blair won't tell Chuck why she won't be with him? He'll probably just try to convince her out of it and think she's ridiculous, just like Serena did. And do we think, uh, although I know that you said it's not ridiculous, it is valid that she thinks this way, would you hold it against her if she went back on it? Well, I mean, I... You mean if I were Chuck? or No. As viewer Jessica. No. <laughs> As, As God. Jessica. As God. No, I mean, I have to agree with the priest. It's kind of like to each his own. You know, it totally. is her decision. I'm just saying that I could see where she's coming from because I know how I would react in a similar situation if I if I were in a, a similar situation, you know. Um, so, no, I wouldn't hold it against her because, you know, it's kind of like does love conquer all it's like love against will power totally. love versus willpower or or something to that effect and you know what what overcomes but how happy are you that the priest didn't say no that would be awful you can't do that you promised yeah. god and that's that i'm you know i'm glad that he kept it yeah that he said like that. because it, that's really what it is whether you believe in god or not whatever it is it's it, you have to live with yourself. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you have to be able to live with yourself. And if you can't do that, then you're making the wrong decision. Yeah. And I that's why I was so, I thought it was so well written. that he, It's not that he said, no, God wouldn't want that. It's that he said, it's between you and God. Yeah. It's nobody else's it's your decision. choice. It's your choice. And if you can forgive yourself, if you think he can forgive you, or whatever it is, then yeah. But if you can't and if something because also coincidences happen if chuck gets hit by the car the next day if you'll never be able to live with yourself again 
what can you do? What can you do? So I thought that was a really powerful moment, and I feel really bad for her, but at the same time, I want to shake her and say, come on, woman. <laughs> and just because you can't be with Chuck doesn't mean you have to marry Louis. Exactly. You should never marry someone because you feel bad. Totally. Ever. And I get that she said, this line was stuck out to me so much. She said, I'm not not in love with him or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't love him. If you cannot look at somebody and say that you are head over heels in love with them, what are you what doing? Are you, yeah. Even if you are in love with someone, it's hard enough to be married. But if you don't love them, you have no chance. Yeah. So I, I thought that that was very telling. She's trying to convince herself. And it's not that Louis isn't a great guy. Although... Actually, he's not. Ex- although, although, <laughs> I'm changing my Take mind Take that back him. now. He's not a great guy. <laughs> he, he's just totally changed. Yeah. I thought he was a great guy. But I'm actually glad that Gossip Girl like made him not that great. Because otherwise I would want... It would be hard not to like... It would be hard to not like him. Want her to have the princess ending. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what else about Blair is there to say? Uh, what about this whole Serena-Dan situation? Them being together? Because Blair said something to Serena. And Serena's a friend is now fake dating Dan. I feel like that's going to cause some conflict because even though, like we mentioned earlier, that Blair isn't in love with Dan, I still think that she enjoys that attention from Dan and and having Dan as her like um, little comfort zone pillow guy. Yeah, and Serena and will not so, be pleased if his, her boyfriend is running off and seeing. Yeah, ways. well, now you know, as we saw with the New Year's kiss. Um, which I'm sure we can get more into in predictions, but I think that's going to stir up a little bit of a romance again. And we saw kind of how startled Blair was when Louis uh, mentioned that Serena told him about the romance, you know, the fake story. And um, I think that's going to cause a little bit of jealousy between the two girls over Dan. Yeah, totally. I I can see that coming. I think more in Serena's end than Blair's. Because I think Blair actually has been growing up a little more, and Serena's kind of stuck in the high school ways, which used to be reversed. But, yeah, I could definitely see that happening. We can talk more about it in predictions. Um, but, yeah, just I, I can't stop thinking about Chuck and how he keeps telling her, I'm not going to stop, I won't stop, and how I want this to be the time that he actually doesn't. That he doesn't throw the towel in. Mm-hmm. That he keeps fighting for her. And just how sad it is that she keeps saying, and this is her second time saying to him, just because we can't be together doesn't mean I won't love you. Mm-hmm. And for him not knowing why, of course, it, it will. He, he can never have closure. That's going to be so tough for her to go from one extreme to the next without any explanation. Like one second they were like professing their love to each other in the limo, deciding to be together, making out. They get in an accident and the next thing you know, she just wants nothing to do with him. And I I mean, that's got to be tough on his end. And I feel really bad for him. Yeah. (laughs) Because I love Chuck. I know. I feel really bad for him too. Uh, the only other thing that I want to touch up upon this episode, and just something I've been thinking about, do we like Lily and Rufus together? <laughs> Are they a good couple? They kind of had a couple moments in this episode, and I was like, huh. I don't really think of them much, to be honest. I mean, I feel like they've had a couple moments throughout the entire series where you were kind of like, uh, like, they don't always have the most trustworthy relationship, as we've seen. You know, Lily still keeps some things. She's still keeping secrets, I think, from 
Rufus. And he, clearly Rufus is keeping secrets from Lily. Yeah, so, I mean, it is what it is, I guess. It's just the lifestyle. I guess if they're, they're comfortable with that lifestyle, then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody is. Okay, and, unless you have any more comments on the episode, I think we should cut to commercial and then come back for some news and gossip. Sounds good. Okay. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds. Like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different aftershows from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? AfterBuzz TV News. Okay, so uh, for our news and gossip this week, what is... The date, even, of the 17th, January. Yes. Our first news and gossip of the year. Cool. So, (laughs) executive producer Josh Saffron spills about the relationship between Dan and Blair. Saffron refused to confirm whether Blair could reciprocate Dan's feelings, but Saffron did say, quote, the question of whether or not she's in denial and knows it or whether she truly doesn't see it will be answered in upcoming episodes, end quote. Describing the difficulties in resolving and resolving the storyline, Saffron explained, quote, There was definitely a couple of heated moments in the room. Everyone here is very passionate. There are pros and cons for everything, but we don't move ahead until we have a mutual decision. That's why I love so much about our team. It's such a fun place to work because everyone cares so deeply, and when you've come from the mutual uh, come to that mutual decision, everyone has been heard and arrived there together. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I think that's the goal in all of life. To, yeah. For everybody to agree and yeah, I, I talking about Dan and Blair. I don't know. So wait, things are going to heat up between them? Well, he's saying that she doesn't know. He says that she doesn't know whether uh, whether she's in denial. We don't know yet whether she's in denial or if she oh. knows what's going on or mm. has feelings, whatever. I guess we will learn in weeks to come. Okay. Oh, my God. Anytime I, I say his name. Westwick said that the chemistry between him and Meester on screen is easy. Quote, I'm madly in love with Leighton. So that's what helps. You have to say it in the British accent. I'm madly in love with Leighton. I'm madly in love with Leighton, so that's what helps on my behalf. Maybe so much that it doesn't even have to be in love with me. I (laughs) I love enough. She's mine. I'm incredibly close to her. She's a lovely girl. End quote. Lovely. He went on to say, oh, here we go again. Quote, she is a remarkable talent, and there is just sometimes you can't put things into words and connections or sparks. Or when you're acting with someone, we've got the right pairing, I guess. 
Great job with the accent, Well, Roxy. thank you, and that makes me so happy. <laughs> They're the right pairing. I agree. I totally they agree. They are perfect. I'm in they love with great. them being in love. They have amazing chemistry, I have to say. If it doesn't work out, I've said it before, I will, I will cry and, and stop watching. <laughs> Blake Lively will star in Steven Sodelberg's The Side Effects as a woman taking prescription drugs to deal with her anxiety as her husband prepares to come home from prison. Joining her on screen will be Channing Tatum, starring oh, as the I husband. I love, I love him. And Jude Law as Lively Shrink. Shooting is set to begin in April. Wow. Sounds like uh, quite the cast. I am obsessed with Channing Tatum. He will be my husband in another life, just so you know. Why not this one? Um, well, we're taking a little bit of a break for oh. each other so that he could enjoy some time with Jenna. Um, oh, that's we're so pretty, nice We have a pretty easygoing relationship like that, you know. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll heat things back up in a couple years or so. It's very so, nice of you. It, yeah. It's very sweet. I think that's a really considerate thing for you to do. I like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Chase Crawford, who apparently partied a little too hard the night before he said goodbye to 2011 and injured himself at Miami Club uh, Live. The injury was so severe that Crawford needed several stitches to steal up to seal up the wound. He reportedly slipped on ice outside of the club at the Fountain Blue Hotel and smacked his face against the ground. Oops. Uh-oh. Well, that would be a nice drink for him much? in 2012. Yeah. yeah. And it's crazy because we, we heard the story of him getting arrested, and I think it was Texas, for smoking pot in the car or something. He's just a little party boy, I think. Mm -hmm. Which, in my mind, sorry to say it, makes him so much sexier. Yeah. Oops, a I'm a girl. I can't help it. Okay, moving on to our final thing, which is a spoiler alert. Because we don't have the sound effects right now. Spotted Chase Crawford kissing Ella Ray Peck, the real Charlie Rose. <gasps> I knew it was I knew it was him. How did you know? I knew it was gonna be him. I knew it was Nate. Nate always gets the love the love stories with the new girls. Does he? Yeah. Totally. For the most part. I mean, <laughs> hello, who wouldn't want to have a love story with him? That's true. He is sexy. For sure. But I'm way more into Chuck. Nate's hotter, but Chuck's... Do you know that I think, though, if they cast me on Gossip Girl to be a new love interest for Chuck, I'd have to say no. And reject what? And reject the the idea of anybody else being with Chuck than Blair. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then I'd have to smack you back to reality and be like, get your ass on that set right now. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. If you're hearing me, I don't I don't actually mean that. Totally cast me. I would love to make Gossip Girl casting director. She is just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, that is our news and gossip for the week of January 17th, 2012. Moving on to... And now... Your After Buzz TV predictions. Oh. <laughs> so, what do we think about uh, what's going to happen in the weeks to come in Blair's bachelor party scene? We see her hammered, and the cops coming, and she's going to hook up with Chuck. She's going to hook up with Chuck, maybe. I think she. Is. You think so? That's my prediction. You, uh, at somehow her Chuck party? is going to. Somehow Chuck is going to. 
arrive at her bachelorette party, even though there's no boys allowed, and she's going to be wasted, and they're going to hook up, and she's going to profess her love. She's going to tell him the reason why she has been ignoring him. So... She, but and know, she's not going to marry Louis. No, but we know. Here's the flaw in your theory. We know the wedding happens. We don't know that she goes through with it, but we know that we get to the wedding episode. I know she's gonna she's gonna so, leave him at the altar. Oh, okay. So she does. There is a wedding, but there is no marriage. Exactly. Okay. And runaway bride. Runaway anyone? bride. Um, which is exactly how I want it to happen. Mm-hmm. And she can run right into Chuck's car. That says, I love you. Have my baby. Have my baby. <laughs> uh, did we know that Blair wasn't going to have a baby, by the way? I mean, I I mean, I mean, knew that there had to be some kind of storyline. I didn't think they were going to make her have some devastating accident and lose the baby. But I knew that there had to be some kind of storyline that she wasn't really going to have it. Because I knew she wasn't going to really... I don't know. I just didn't yeah, think that was going to work out with the... With the show, you know. Totally. So. Uh, predictions about Serena and Dan? That's going to heat up for show. And they're going to be a couple. And I think Serena's going to be way more into it at the beginning. Exactly. And then Dan will find I think Serena's wife. really going to want it. And even last night, Serena mentioned, like, hey, should we talk about our f- um, future fake relationship or something like that? Yeah. I think she is really going to be into it. And Dan's kind of be, like, hesitant because he's still kind of into Blair into and has Blair been hurt by and Serena. Exactly. And and Blair's very much a part of his life right now. Um, more than Serena knows. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be probably a slower um, transition into this relationship, but I definitely think it's going to happen. What about Miss Rhodes? Miss Charlie Rhodes? Um, I cannot wait for that. For that to that unravel. Your prediction is that you cannot <laughs> you wait. Cannot wait for that storyline to unravel and for everyone to see what has been going down. I just want I want Serena to feel like an idiot because she has been the one that has been standing up for Ivy this whole time, and um, I want Max to come back, which I have a feeling he might. Okay. Um, I don't think we've seen the last of Ivy and Max because, you know, we never got closure to Max's threats. Um, so I think, I think, uh, yeah. we're going to see some more of Max. He was paid off to go, uh, who paid? Did he get paid off? To go start his dance. Di- definitely somebody. He linked up with somebody. Why am I blanking? Remember he, somebody was like, I think we can help each other. Maybe it was Chip. Or what's his name? Uh, what's Chip? Wrong? What's his name? <laughs> Is there a Chip on the Ch- show? Yeah, uh, Nate's cousin. Is oh, Trip? Trip. <laughs> Chip. <laughs> I was like, Chuck? Chip? Trip and him were working together for something, I think. Or And Max approached Trip. I don't remember that part. Yeah, and, and paid him for something. I don't know. I just don't know whatever's going to happen with the whole Nate situation and Gossip Girl texting him and whether Gossip Girl will come back. But um, it would be kind of weird for Nate to have, you know, a fling with the real I, the real Charlie and the fake Charlie. But he didn't really have a fling with the fake Charlie. A little bit. It was more like, let me get back at you, Diana. But they were enjoying it. That's true. That's true. 
Okay, I think that's it for my predictions. Are you all set on predictions? All set. Okay, so we will see you next week, and you will actually be able to see us too, so that that would be nice, so I don't have to make any more uh, love square jokes. (laughs) Your root tree roots. Exactly. Stay stay tuned for our bachelor bachelorette party next week. That will be so exciting. I love watching drunk people on screen, especially classy ones. See you next week. Bye. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.